It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers and this is The Leader. (laughs) Nurses are holding the biggest strike in NHS history. It's up to this government. They have a responsibility to actually address those 50,000 vacant nursing posts and stop the drain out of our profession. How are they going to do that? They need to do that by paying the nurses a decent wage. They are not being greedy. They are asking for the 20% that has been taken out of their pay over the last decade to be put back in and to make sure that they can continue and care for their patients. Pat Cullen, General Secretary and Chief Executive of the Royal College of Nursing there, speaking on the picket line outside of a London hospital. But Health Minister Maria Caulfield on BBC Breakfast this morning said a 19% pay rise just isn't feasible. To afford a 19% pay rise, uh, we can only do that either through borrowing, uh, which we saw the effects of uh, government borrowing only just a few weeks ago on the economy, either through taxation, and I don't think that's appropriate when people are struggling with the cost of living uh, this winter, or taking that money from frontline services, which is not something that we want to do. A 19% pay increase is, is really an unrealistic ask. Also taking action today are postal workers. These professions join a whole host of others walking out this month, including ambulance workers, bus drivers, national highway employees, some border force staff, rail workers, and that's not even all of them. So, what led to this moment? Why did they feel like they had no other option? These are their stories. Linda Tovey is a critical care nurse at St Thomas's Hospital, London. Increasingly concerned about the quality of care that we're able to provide because because there are not enough staff to do the job that we train to do. That we're providing that the the standard these days is providing basic safe care, whereas what we what we were trained to do is innovate and help and do the best that we can for patients. And it's increasingly difficult to do that in a, in a general sense. On minimum staffing, so in order to be able to to take the next patient, you're you're shuffling people around between patients and things like that. The continuity of care isn't as good as it could be. Uh, a huge amount of nursing time and effort is spent organising staff when it could be better spent looking after patients. If you want an economic argument, which is what people appear to want, is is that you know. 
you're wasting nurses on, on looking after the workforce rather than looking after the patient. You know, I, I earn a reasonable wage by national standards. I, I can't deny that, or at least it looks reasonable on paper. But I'm still going home. I have, you know, I worry about putting more than one light on. I, I don't put the heating on. My house is cold. I, I cook far less often than I normally do because I realise that the, the cost of cooking one meal now costs me the price of, uh, of my electricity bill that used to cost. It, it costs the same to cook a meal as it used to cost to run my electricity for a day. And that's not sustainable. I can't, you know, on my better than the nursing average wage, I can't sustain that. And there are people that are living, you know, obviously people live in different circumstances and there are people who have no money, you know, by the middle of the month. And that's not right. We're doing, we're doing a job that looks after the, that looks after the public uh, and the government know that that's what we're doing because they thanked us for it in the pandemic, but they're not prepared to pay for it. Let's go to the ads. Stay there to hear from postal workers Vinnie and Hannah about why they feel like they've had no other choice but to take action. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Today, Royal Mail staff are also striking. In fact, it's one of seven dates in December they're taking industrial action as part of an escalating row over pay, jobs and conditions. Katie Strick, commissioning editor and senior feature writer at the Evening Standard, met up with postal workers Vinnie and Hannah on the picket line in Whitechapel. My name's Vinnie. Vinnie. And how long have you been a postal worker, Vinnie? I was going to actually tell you that. 33 years now. 33 years. Yeah, I started on the 20th of March. 1989. Amazing. It feels like a job that a lot of people do for life. I love... Actually, I do love my job. I'm proud to work for Royal Mail. When I joined the Royal... When I joined the post office, I knew it was a good company, big company, and it was a public service, and I've done various shifts, and I just... I, I do enjoy my job. But I've just finished my shift now. I've cut... Because I'm, I'm on nights. I'm on nights. I'm on nights, yes. So 8.30 finish, and just come to join these for a little while. Yeah, so you must be And then go home and sleep. But anyway, yeah, I do like my job. I like my hours. I like, I like, I do, I do enjoy my job. But this is, this is the worst strike I've ever known. 
we've had a few strikes over the years. Usually get resolved since it went public, privatised I mean, like they're not budging and it's really, really I'm feeling it now, money money wise. Yeah. We you know, we're striking two two days a week. It's a lot of money to lose. Listen, pay rises to me are a bonus. Right? You know, if we get a pay rise, that's great. But it's not just a pay rise. It's all the conditions that they want to take yeah. away from. Yeah. Certain, certain shifts, you get allowances. Me, I work nights. We get night allowance. You always work nights. Yes. Well, I've done 20 odd years nights. Yeah. And they want to take the you know night allowance away if they if they go through with this they'll take our night allowance they'll take like other allowances to do with our job and I'm going to us on the nights we're going to lose about 120 150 pounds a week you know that's a lot that's why, gonna... why do we want to work nights they're going to take all that money away. And that's going to hit you in you your know, groceries and your bills and things that are exactly. already tough. It's been a hard year. Everybody's, you know, feeling a pinch. Most people. And it is very, very difficult times at the minute. Very yeah. difficult. It's not going to ruin my Christmas. Good. I love fair. Christmas. With the bottom of my heart, I love it. It's not going to ruin me, but, yeah, I'm stressing out. I am. Yeah. It's just very, very difficult times at the minute, you know. And come January, I'm fearing the worst. It's going to get worse. My name's Hannah Carroll. I'm a postwoman in Whitechapel and I'm also the woman's rep for East London. How long have you been a postwoman? Six years. Six years, okay. I imagine you've seen a fair few changes over that time. Yeah. Well, providing I've only been here, well, in the office I'm known as the baby, but... um, in the time that I've been here, it has changed dramatically. Yeah. In what way? Better or worse? Worse, I'd say. Yeah. So, before, there was more flexibility to it. Like, even down to, for example, people with the part-time positions, the part-timers would normally be like 9 to 2.30 or 9.30 okay. to 2.30. So, for people that have children, it was very easy for them to drop the kids off come to work, do what I've got to do, and then, like, as soon as, when you finish your delivery, you'd be able to go straight home. Right. So it was easier for them to go and get their kids and stuff. But so now, quite good for flexible work. Yeah, so it was good for, like, obviously parents and stuff, but now that they're changing it, yeah. so they, um, we have to now clock in and clock out, and they're obviously giving you more time, more work to do within that time as well. Yeah. So obviously, a lot of people, they're just feeling it a little bit. And even on, like, there's Facebook groups for women and stuff, like, that work for Royal Mail. And the amount of people that I'm seeing on there that are saying that the business ain't for them anymore and they're all just resigning left, right and centre. Very sad. Just because they can't, the pressure's a lot that they're being put under in their offices. They're out of work life trying to get round for the kids and stuff. It's a lot for them. If I was to leave, I just wouldn't, I'd think, oh, you should have stuck at it. So for me, like, leaving isn't an option. No. I'm willing to literally fight until the end. I think, you know what it is with us? The main thing is trying to protect our terms and conditions. Because even if we was to get a substantial amount of pay rise, but they still want to take away the terms and conditions, yeah. 
that's a no-go because the terms and conditions are the main the main thing for me anyway because obviously they want to change the sick pay the terms and conditions are the main thing that we okay. need to try and fight for and like even they're trying to do like compulsory redundancies and stuff and we can't have that and that's it from the leader. You can read more about the strikes from Katie Strick on our website, standard.co.uk. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.